Steph is 22 and four in the playoffs. It's insane. Yeah. His four playoff losses are the, the Spurs, Spurs, Cavs, uh, Raptors. Oh, yeah. The uh, Raptors. And then last year, I guess, counts. No, they didn't lose in the playoffs. They got limited they in the play in. in. Yeah. Also, the Clippers, Mark Jackson. Oh, the Clippers. Last that's year right. There. Yeah. Yeah, first round. And in uh, seven games, that was a year after they lost to the Spurs. And those four series all went at least six. He's never lost in five games. He's never lost in four games. So I, uh, I put, I'm sure this has been out there. Uh, I'm obviously not, obviously not the person to discover this stat, but uh, I did think it was, it's notable mm-hmm. that now um, multiple MVPs, four championships, it's, Jordan, Kareem, Russell, LeBron, Magic, Duncan, and Steph Curry. Like, I don't, you know, if you want to, if so, here's the asterisk. The asterisk there is, well, no, I was going to say a lot, all those guys were unquestionably the best player on their teams, but that's not true because Kareem was, so Kareem was obviously the best player on the Bucks. He was the best player on the first two. Laker championship teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but by the third, but yeah, by the third. So he, you know, so then maybe him, you give like three and a half. Russell, yes. LeBron, yes. Magic, no. Because we just talked about how Magic Kareem was the best player on those early ones. And then we just talked about Duncan, but Duncan was unequivocally the best for four of them. Four of them, yeah. Um, either way, Curry was, was unequivocally the the guy on two of them and was this, you know, the, the, the one, whether you want to call it the second best or like the one B on two more. I, that's quite, that's a, that's a list, man. The, the list is impressive that he now put himself in. I think the, the more special part about this, and this is kind of how I define LeBron's greatness is like LeBron finished second in MVP in 2006. And he finished second in MVP in 2021 oh, or yeah, yeah. whatever it was. Like yeah. the year that we are Giannis won his second, LeBron yeah. finished second. So like, those are, those are MVP caliber seasons, 15 years apart. Steph was the best player on the team that won the finals in 2015. I don't care about the Iguodala MVP. No intelligent person would disagree with you on that. Right. So he's the best player in 2015. Then in 2022, I guess that's eight years later. He's the best player on another finals team. Like that's greatness with longevity, which I think means more to me than like a peak of a couple of years. And then, you know, you fall off the mountaintop a bit. Yeah. I mean, so we'll do, let's do two, two more quick things and we'll move on to the Celtics before we get mm-hmm. out of here. Um, the top, the top 10 conversation. Do you agree with my top eight, by the way? So, so, my, it's, so yeah, so it's it's, it's going to be tough to get out of my to get past my seven. That uh, that's where the conversation we were having last night. I, who, who do you not have that I have? So uh, so for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, so my top eight, which to me are rock solid, are Jordan in some order: Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaq. Uh, or sorry, not Shaq. Uh, Bird, Magic, and Tim Duncan. Those are my top eight. Who do you not have from that Shaq. group? And oh, I don't know. I don't have Shaq. I, sorry, let me say again. Jordan, LeBron, mm-hmm. Kareem, mm-hmm. Russell, Wilt, Bird, Magic, Duncan. That's eight. So then Steph would be. So my eight would be 
it, it's it's probably going to take another one for Steph to pass Duncan, but I think there's a conversation. So you, we have the same top eight. Yes. That's okay. like that. Those are the guys, you know, and then the, the two Lakers, Kobe and Shaq are a conversation that I'd also like to have, but I, I think Steph passed Shaq for me. So I'd have him 10. And I think I, I, I know this is heresy to anybody that loved the guy. And I don't like blame you. If you have him ahead of Steph Curry, fine. But Kobe Bryant, there is a portion of his career that if he never plays with Shaq or an all a hall of fame, power forward, like, does he get out of the first round? Was struggling to get I, out of the first round before Pau Gasol got? There. I had a thought. I had a thought last night that I don't want to say out loud because I'm I'm sure going to piss some people off. Well, but it's Patreon, it's Patreon. So you have to, yeah. I just don't know how else to say this, so I'm going to come out and say it. What is Kobe's career if he got drafted by the Nets? By the Nets, yeah. Or the Hornets? Is he? Well, he did get drafted by the Hornets. Or but like, is he Tracy McGrady? Like, does he have the exact same career? Lit- or you know who the other name I said? And I, he was better than this guy. 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 I want to be very clear about this. But like, are we looking at a Carmelo Anthony-ish career? The funny part is, well, okay. I, I want to give Kobe a little more credit in that the defense that Kobe played. Was yes. Than when any, his, when, when yes, the, that yes. Carmelo Anthony ever played in his yes. career. So 100%. Like, there's a different trajectory there. Um, but like you want to talk about like, yeah, when you talk about the best shot makers the last 20 years, pretty sure. I mean, I, I don't know who the top five are, but like T-Mac, Kobe and, uh, and Mello are, Think they're all in the conversation for the top yeah. five, right? And then okay. like Durant and Steph show up, and you know who knows. Yeah, like, but that's that's different kind of shit. I'm talking about pre three point uh, at the pre like three pointers dominate the game shot mm-hmm. making. So really, what we're talking about is like post Jordan pre pre Steph the long twos the the long two era. Yes, no, well, <laughs> and that's but that but that is why people will have Kobe in their top tens, and nothing you could ever do or say will get him out of there because that dude made more tough shots. To, you know, it, by by the classical definition of tough shots, than anyone in the history of the game, and yet, like. People are people want to scoff when you bring up efficiency with Kobe Bryant as if it is sacrilege and it's this basketball nerd thing mm-hmm. that is meant to diminish what like real hoopers know about the game. And like I will I actually will agree with part of that, but at the same time, I can't not look at Jordan's efficiency playing much the same like the sport did not change markedly from the 90s to the 2000s right go, go look at what jordan shot in those finals now good that's jordan he's the best player of all time but the difference between jordan and kobe in terms of what they're like i'm like efficiency matters i'm sorry when we're when we're talking about the 10 best players ever it matters it matters it matters yeah it's funny um it's funny the for the longest time why people picked Kobe over LeBron was the uh the the Jordan like I'm taking the last shot no matter what in Kobe and it's why yeah. the Lakers struggled to get out of the first round for a while Kobe's Achilles heel no pun intended because obviously his Achilles heel actually is what ended his career but like yeah. for a long time Kobe's you know kryptonite was he goes one on five entirely too often in in playoff moments in big moments and 
He never had teammates that were good enough that allowed him to go one on five, allowed him to trust at times that he could pass to a Lamar Odom or an Andrew Bynum or a, a Pau Gasol. And it's it's why LeBron, like he knew, yes, I'm double teamed. I should pass to the wide open player. And for the majority of his Cleveland time, the first time around, that player was a scrub. And as a result, it was like, yeah, you made the right play passing to to, to Daniel Gibson or to to da- Damon Jones or Anderson Varejao. But like those are lottery teams, you know, without you. So LeBron making the smarter play and being efficient and having the numbers that we're going to look back at and be like, wow, you're the greatest uh, statistical player that we've, that the game has ever seen. It's not going to be close, you know? Um, So it's funny that that is the separator now that Kobe's efficiency is what people loved about him. Like he didn't care about efficiency. He knew the best shot was him taking it regardless of whether it went in or not. And now here we are obviously, obviously after his life, but after his career, and we're looking at it like, are we sure that the efficiency numbers don't matter when it comes to evaluating him all time? Having said all of that, his impact on the game, we talked about this last year well, when, when we were talking about, like, it was weird. I think we were doing the promo tour for final review. Like, the comp for Kobe to like evaluating a great movie is The Dark Knight, where The Dark Knight's <laughs> legacy. It's a good call. The Dark Knight's legacy. That's a good call. It's probably not something you can point to on screen and be like, oh, this is all time great. But the yeah. impact and the people that love that movie, you know, the, the what it did to the industry. It's like, oh, we should take superhero movies seriously. Oh, we should add five more Oscar nominees to the yeah. best picture category. Oh, we can look at these and think they're good and not just campy and whatever Batman 1999 was, you know, so like Kobe, and you love it. That's the other part of it. There are great movies who are who are that are not loved. Yeah. Kobe people, has people inspired Kobe. a generation of basketball players like Kurt and Jason players. Tatum. Shout out Jason Tatum, who had a Kobe-esque efficiency. Uh, I, I shouldn't say that because he actually had a pretty efficient finals when you really look at it. Well, played. he did. Because, because, but again, I mean, if you want to, again, this conversation go in so many different ways. What would Kobe mm-hmm. be if the three point shot was more of a thing right. when he was coming up? Like, that's what rescued Tatum's efficiency is his threes. He inspired a generation of basketball players to work hard. And it's yeah. the way that Michael Jordan inspired him to work hard. And that Mamba mentality thing that, that Jeff Perlman, yeah. when I talked to him last year about his book, like that's a thing. There are people like waiting tables or working yeah. construction for sure in the world right now that are like, I'm going to get through the end of this long shift because Kobe Bryant inspired me to, yeah. which is why if someone puts Kobe in their top five, I'm like, you know what? Impact wise, I get it. Like there, there's a generation of players that are like, I grew up admiring Kobe Bryant and he's in like Tatum has said, I don't take anybody's top five seriously if Kobe's not in it. And it's like, I disagree, but like you play, I, I, I respect it. The person you have modeled your career after you're going to put him in your top five. As far as impact goes, that's where Kobe falls. What's going to be fascinating is you and I now get older and watch a new generation of players that love taking 60 foot three pointers is when does Steph start getting that conversation? Cause like he wins another one. That's five championships. It's more than LeBron. Uh, I ooh, goodness. and like he's the he's the guy for two of them. And then we go back and look at those first three, and it's like, well, he's so he's the guy for three of them, and he basically 
you know, created this unfair thing when Kevin Durant went there. I don't, I don't think he ever, I don't think he ever gets there. I think maybe it becomes a conversation with him and Duncan. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't think he could pass the two eighties guys. I don't think Kareem's a different thing. because There's a decade that Kareem dominated before magic showed up, but there are three players that I never want to hear a discussion about. And it's Jordan, LeBron and Kareem. Yes. Like just no, if someone, if someone enters that conversation, my goodness, will we be lucky? What's that? Luca, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. I derailed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, Steph to me, and I'm not Bernard's a better. We should get Bernard on here for this. Steph to me is like the way people talk about like Joe DiMaggio, because if you look at DiMaggio's Ooh. numbers, mm-hmm. like the numbers are not the same. And like you're gonna look at Steph's numbers and like accolades and this and that by the time he hangs it up. But like, there's a reason Joe DiMaggio was like it's Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Um, and I think for anybody who watches Steph and will remember Steph 10, 20, 30 years down the line, they're going to just be like, yeah, there was never anybody like him. 